for all things land development, planning and property. This is Property on Fire with Ian Walmsley. To find out how Ian can help you, visit propertyonfire.co.uk. Hello and a very warm welcome to this week's episode of Property on Fire. So what do we have coming up on today's episode? Well, I'm going to be taking a look at the various news headlines that have been circulating over the last week or three surrounding planning reforms and what that might mean to you if you're planning on developing anything or just as a householder perhaps some of the things are perhaps going to happen on land that is close to you where you live so i'm going to be having a look at that plus a whole load more we're going to try and squeeze it into the next half an hour or so so without further ado let's get started but before we do please do like review and subscribe to this podcast and come with me on this property journey. Before I start, and I never like to take these things for granted, so I just want to give a big thank you to the person that's given me a five-star review for this podcast. Your words about the content and everything else were most appreciated. And look, that is what I'm here for. I'm here to try and help you folks in some aspect, whatever I can do, whatever my knowledge allows, I am only too happy to help and give you my thoughts and my guidance. And on that subject, I got a follow-up email from Wendy. And if you listened to the last week's episode of Property on Fire, you'll know that she was uh, asking re-splitting a house into a couple of flats. And a very nice email back saying, uh, sort of, gosh, that was super quick. Well, I like to please. And thank you for answering my question. She was blown away by my reply. Well, I'm only too happy to help. And yes, you will need to consider amenity space and bin and bike stores these days. Increasingly, councils are, I'm not going to say anti-car, but yeah, they probably will look to see where you know you can actually put bins and bike stores now bike stores are probably more important these days especially in cities where they want to discourage the use of cars so it is something you are going to need to consider depending upon the location of flats and this this will apply to an awful lot of people who are planning new dwellings anywhere how you're going to look after not not only just recycling but those bikes to actually get around those towns and cities and she adds this is why it helps to ask it does you're quite right wendy and please if you've got a question just send me a message send me an email in at propertyonfire.co.uk you can tweet me you can whatsapp me however you want to get hold of me just get hold of me just make sure you mark it for property on fire and then i will answer it on one of the forthcoming episodes so thanks again wendy and thanks to the person that gave me a five-star review and don't forget you can review this podcast on any platform that you have whether that be apple google spotify whatever it might be wherever you're listening to please feel free to to give me a five-star review because it really does make a big difference to this podcast and to the listeners thereof okay on to the planning reform news that has been circulating over recent weeks this is something that a number of backbenchers who have been seeking to ban the mandatory housing targets within england and currently there is a requirement for a five-year housing land supply which a lot of uh, mps conservative mps wanted to abolish and to prevent 
councils from being forced to supply land to developers to construct dwellings. Now, at the end of the day, we are still woefully short of the number of houses that we build here in the UK. It is a big shortage. Some areas are worse than others, but there is still a big shortage. The problem is that the government is under pressure from a number of backbenchers, and so they had to try and respond. Now, the statement that Michael Gove put out about a week or so ago was saying that if we are to deliver the new homes this country needs, new development must have the support of local communities. That requires people to know it will be beautiful, accompanied by the right infrastructure, approved democratically, that it will enhance the environment and create proper neighbourhoods. He goes on to say... These principles have always been key to our reforms and we are now going further by strengthening our commitment to build the right homes in the right places and put local people at the heart of decision making. So that is what he said. Now, what does that actually mean in reality? One feature of the plans is a strengthening of the green belt protection within the NPPF or the National Planning Policy Framework. Now, it's worth pointing out that an awful lot of land within the countryside actually isn't always green belt. There's always an assumption that everything is green belt. Well, that is not necessarily true but they want to try and protect the green belt even more unless housing meets a very special circumstances for general uh, house building yes they want to try and protect the green belt and to prevent new developments from happening within that but as i said before quite a lot of the countryside is not actually green belt so how much of an effect that will have I'm not so sure. We'll have to see. It is also worth mentioning here and reminding you that under permitted development rights, they are not affected by green belt. So if you've got a, uh, a property, perhaps you've got uh, can use class G or two flats above uh, a use class E or you can use class MA or class N or M or or one of the other ones, or Class Q even, for converting barns within the countryside, agricultural barns, these are not affected by greenbelt areas, so these will not be affected. However, part of the policies and part of the plans, I guess, are reviewing permitted development rights against their effectiveness in achieving housing targets. So we're going to have to see as to what that might bring the other feature that has been featured quite a bit and you'll you'll have read this within the uh, especially the tabloid press over recent months is enabling street votes well i don't really see this happening in all honesty or if it does they're going to have very limited effect you already have the ability to object to planning via the uh, local authority website i'll be honest and say that's already arranged to encourage objections if you actually go into a lot of these local authorities the default is actually object rather than support and you do actually have the ability to support and object indeed to any plans at the moment 
not an awful lot of weight is taken with those objections in the majority of cases some yes they will have some um, bearing upon decisions i would say that there's probably more pressure made when people actually complain to local councillors and stuff like that from my own experience of sites so how this will work i'm not so sure otherwise what we will get very easily is people almost ganging up against somebody trying to do something but yes take the local views of people into account but whenever i see people complaining about new developments i have to feel like reminding them the fact that their house was probably built upon a field but they seem to forget these facts so we'll just have to see how that pans out but it is worth noting these are still just proposals at the certain stage that it is as i said it is at the stage and it is currently at the committee stage within the house of commons on the leveling up and regeneration bill this has some way still to actually go the next stage is the third reading in the commons and that will then follow with a passage through to the lords uh, at some point in 2023 now between uh, the house of lords and the house of commons it'll probably bounce back a few times quite typically the house of lords will object to certain facts and then the government will make various changes to their plans and it will bounce back between the two chambers and then eventually we will get to some form of policy that will then potentially be made law but i do see a watering down to be honest of the plans and we'll just have to see but this is very typical this is very typical of any policy that bounces back and forth between the two houses within parliament um so we'll just have to see how those happen but i suspect that we will still see a great deal of insistence from national government to local authorities requiring them to build a certain number of dwellings per annum and i think that is something that has got to continue yes there are certain areas one mp that is very vocal against this is the mp for the isle of Wight. i know that perhaps his area his constituency is fairly unique in as much as you know there's probably a limited amount of development that can go on within that locality but other local authorities no there is enough land and it isn't all brownfield either i mean there's a you know desire to build on brownfield land but that is limited there isn't a a massive amount left of brownfield sites and if there are do we then allow taller buildings within those brownfield sites you need the housing so if you can only build on brownfield you're going to have to have higher buildings that is a fact you're going to have to sort of squeeze in additional floors so you can't have it both ways until we stop reproducing and we stop uh, producing these, these kids everywhere we are going to need housing and you know that is roughly about 18 19 years older after they're born i guess so yeah it is a thing that is going to be 
happening for you know at least the next generation or two uh, that we will keep requiring more and more dwellings so i will keep an eye out to see how this is going to pan out within the government and within the due process that it has to take now if you would like to actually follow the leveling up and regeneration bill then you can go to the uk parliament site if you go to bills.parliament.uk slash bills slash 3155 you will be able to see the progress of this bill and the content that is contained within and i'll actually put a direct link to that in today's show notes now one other big factor about this um, leveling up and regeneration bill is a proposal to make enforcement on any legal dwelling from the current four years to 10 years so this will affect an awful lot of people who may be perhaps purchasing a property which does not have planning more commonly perhaps it was a conversion of a house to a number of flats at some point in the past now at the moment as i said this is a four-year period but the proposal is to make this a 10-year period so you will need then to provide proof that these flats had existed for at least 10 years now that may well be a lot harder to actually achieve it will also prevent anybody who has perhaps converted a an annex within their property into a separate dwelling Uh, again that will need to then have existed for a 10-year period to prevent the local authority from enforcing upon the um, annex and changing that back to an annex from a new dwelling before you all start getting alarmed and saying eek this is about to come in next year and i'm going to have problems because i've taken on this property and i know that it did not have planning and my four years is up in the spring and i'm being ever so careful because i do not want enforcement to come knocking on my door don't immediately panic these things will take time to come in i think in reality we are not going to see it actually become law probably until later on next year or even 24 we'll have to see but the important fact here is that i am positive that the government will have to have a period in which it is not enforceable it would be most unkind to perhaps have a a situation whereby your property was i don't know just four years old something like that being converted just four years ago and then all of a sudden when you start the process of legalizing that and perhaps going to the local authority to say um, please can i have a certificate of lawfulness because i can prove that this is more than four years old for the local authority to be able to turn around and say sorry mary sorry jim whatever your name might be tough luck it's now 10 years and therefore you can't have it and we are enforcing and we're going to knock down your building or we're going to force you to convert that back to a house that is not going to happen i am positive about that so you can hold me to task in a couple of years time if it does but i don't think reality says that it's going to um there has to be some common sense from the government yes i do appreciate that might be a little bit difficult at times bit of common sense but yeah they are going to have a period of uh, perhaps a year or two whereby people can uh, get this through under the 
current four years. Now, if you are perhaps with a property that has only just been converted a year or two, then I think that may be a little bit harder and you may well run into the problem of having to run that for a 10-year period, which may not be possible. So if you are at the very early stages of buying something which has only just been converted, then I would seriously give consideration as to A, whether you should be buying it or if you do, try and get retrospective planning for that conversion because I think you will get caught out by these proposed changes. Now, it is quite possible that it won't happen. It is quite possible that it will remain as four years, but everything else is 10 years. So I do expect that to be made law at some point over the next year or so. So we'll have to see how that pans out. But watch this space. I will update you on a future podcast episode as to whether I hear anything on the grapevine from my various sources, but we'll just have to see and wait. But at the moment, don't panic. It's got a long way to go. As I said, it's at the third reading at the moment. Has to go to the House of Lords for a first, second committee stage, report stage, third reading, and then it starts bouncing back and forth between the two houses and then finally the government will consider any amendments and probably pass them depends what they'll do and then it will go to royal assent uh, but there's still a fair way to go on this and hey who knows we could have a different prime minister we could have anything happen um, if the past few months or anything to go by so we will have to wait and see but i thought that was a long piece on this bill but i've been having so many inquiries over recent weeks as to what is going to happen and should people start panicking so i thought it was important for me to cover this before christmas on an episode of property on fire I do realise that this episode is coming out just before Christmas and I am sure that you've already started winding down a little bit towards uh, the festive period and I'm sure that you've got enough plans afoot to celebrate this occasion. So I'm just going to have a quick look forward to some things that I've got planned for this podcast in 2023. And one big item, and, and it'll be over a number of episodes, is my review of planning and development software that is available to you. I have been talking to a number of providers as to their software, and I am going to be deep diving into products like Nimbus, Property Data, Searchland and a few others and are currently talking to them and the plan is that I will be doing a review on each one of them and giving you my thoughts and my comparisons on them and looking at the strengths and weaknesses of each product and then I will be doing an interview with a key person from each product so that we can talk about that individual service and any plans that they may have to bring additions throughout 2023 so it's something i'm looking forward to it's not just land development a lot of them cover buying of 
almost any type of property as well and we'll also be looking at some of the free options so we'll be looking as to how to maximize perhaps google maps google street view things like this google earth and a few others so not everything will cost money so i will be looking at the free options as well because there's an awful lot you can do when looking for property by using the information that is available on the interwebby now talking of the interwebby as you know my planet geek website um, i will be enhancing that throughout 2023 currently it's around about 300 pages and i plan to increase that by a further 100 at least uh, during 2023 now it's always given me quite pleasure when planet geek is sort of up there at number one or two in a search and i want to bring even more information to you uh, throughout the new year to actually give you an awful lot of free information it's so important that you have quality data and information that you can rely upon so that will be something that i will be doing and i look forward to enhancing planning geek going throughout the year um, i do have a couple of other plans for some other new sites as well so we'll have to see as to um, how fast i can bring those to fruition but very much my ethos if you like over recent years has been to try and give away a lot of free information yes there are services which i charge for yes i do regular zoom calls with people and i charge on a half hour or hourly basis for those as well as site visits i've actually got a site visit coming up this very week actually so i'm looking forward to actually doing that and helping a client uh, with their problem and i may well be able to chat about that on a future episode of property on fire because things are not right there and i'm very keen to help them because they've clearly been given poor and inaccurate advice in the past so we'll have to see how that pans out but if i can share that and share my learnings and my findings then i most certainly will do but just look i just like giving you free information so if there's something that you would like me to cover on planning geek with any of my articles then please let me know and if you are a specialist if you perhaps specialize in a particular field whether that be structural drainage i don't know any other report i can think of and off the top of my head you know bats stuff like that anything that you may do if you specialize in something and you can write an article i'm only too happy to host that on planning geek free of charge because your data will be given out to an awful lot of people who will search for those keywords contained within it and part of that is that we'll put your info at the bottom of that article so that any in introductions will come straight to you as well so only too happy to have articles written by experts in their own particular fields i did say earlier that christmas was next week which it obviously is and i don't know about you but i have been extremely busy in december it seems like everyone is trying to cram as much in as possible before christmas i was pleased to be speaking at the parts in property event uh, in bristol uh, earlier last week and that was actually my 26th talk this year 
So obviously I'm doing something right if 26 different events and meetings and what have you have invited me to speak at their events. And that's been on a variety of subjects, not all planning. Some of it has been development. Last week at Bristol, that was on goals. Um, And I'll be looking at a little bit of that next week in Property on Fire. But yes, it's certainly been a pleasure this year to have been getting out there and speaking. But yeah, December absolutely crazy this very week uh, or last week should i say i've had apart from the pit bristol i've been on site down on westward hope and also a visit down to new king cornwall to actually meet um, county councillor with regards to our proposals down there which if you were listening to the last episode you'll hear that the town council were very enthusiastic they've been in great support for our plans and yeah everything so far is going well down there so we'll have to see but we're also looking at another site in new key which a another contact has bought us so we've actually put an offer in on that as well we do keep offering on land because not every opportunity will turn out correct um we have to keep offering and if something falls out of bed we have to make sure that we have something else in the pipeline that we can turn it to it has been busy and i know i keep repeating myself but it has been crazily busy i'm actually away over christmas and into new new year so i'm looking forward to having a break and switching off and i think that is so important um, that we all take time just to switch off just turn off those emails turn off the the messaging systems uh whatsapp facebook mess messenger whatever it might be just just switch switch those apps down and just take time to relax with your families and just enjoy christmas and have that week or so between christmas and new new year when everything is shut anyway so just chill out and relax and on that note i just hope that and pray that you will all have a wonderful festive period you'll have a fabulous christmas i will keep recording these podcasts um so i'm not planning on stopping these podcasts over christmas and into the new year so i will keep recording but i just want to wish you and your family a wonderful christmas and i hope you all enjoy it and yeah please keep spreading the love so this is me in warmsley just signing out for christmas um i still plan to be here next week as long as my lovely editor can actually edit it for me then we will have an episode next week i'm sure he can but until then please do keep safe please do like review and subscribe to this podcast Have a great Christmas, everyone. Property on Fire with Ian Walmsley. Please use your podcast app to rate, review and subscribe to the show. And if you'd like a question answered on a future episode, email ian at propertyonfire.co.uk.